0: Feeling like you're juggling endless tasks from content to proposals and everything in between? And if just thinking about adding content marketing to your list overwhelms you even more, I've got something for you. Introducing the Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit, your jumpstart to content marketing success. It's all about the four crucial decisions to clarify your plan and kickstart your content creation journey. I've walked your path since 2005, managing marketing and proposal deadlines. That's why I've crafted this kit to make your journey just a bit smoother. Let's face it, just getting started is often the hardest part, especially with new strategies. The Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit leads you through those vital early steps. It's about getting growth clarity understanding your dream audience, and turning your existing content into pure gold. Are you ready to jumpstart your content marketing game? Visit marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit and snag your ultimate AEC content marketing starter kit. Let's conquer the content world one campaign at a time. Grab your starter kit now over at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit. So let's dive right in. Well, hello. I wanted to pop in with this bonus episode to formally say goodbye and good riddance to 2021. Part of this is to look back at one of the most challenging years of my life to reflect and to tell you how that year has shaped me and this podcast moving into 2022. And I'm not claiming 2022 as my year or the year-to-be-all-years, I am just hoping it isn't the emotional roller coaster 2021 was. I also know I'm not alone when I say that last year was a mess. We all have challenges, struggles, good times, and bad times. I hope that by sharing some of my life events and experiences with you, you'll realize you're not alone. I'm not alone. And even though we're not going through the exact same experiences at the exact same time, I hope that we can all find comfort in knowing others have their own crap going on too. So let's start with summarizing my 2021 in one phrase, emotional roller coaster. When I decided to create this episode, I started thinking about everything that I've been through in 2021. It wasn't all bad. In fact, there were some really great things that happened. What kept popping in my head as I reflected was a roller coaster. You know, that roller coaster with its slow building hills and fast drops and twists and turns. That image or feeling of being on a roller coaster is the perfect way for me to describe my life last year. Can you relate? I'll give you a quick re- recap of these highs and lows, not to bore you with my personal life, but so you can understand some of the changes I'm making with my company, Marketers Take Flight, and with this podcast. If you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you, you'll know that we ended, 2020, we ended 2020 with my mother-in-law getting a pretty scary health diagnosis. This caused us to move her from Seattle to Gainesville in just a few short weeks at the end of 2020. She is doing well now and is splitting her time between those two places. So the ending of 2020 was just a preview of what 2021 had in store for me. 2021 began with my daughter being diagnosed with scoliosis and having to wear a brace for about 18 hours a day. So this includes at school as well. This definitely affects the fashion choices and self-confidence level for my 12-year-old daughter, who's now in middle school. But so that was January, but it started to look up when when my husband and I, finding not one, but two real estate investment properties. We purchased our first real estate investment property back in 2019 and spent nearly all of 2020 looking for another one. This time we wanted to be close to the beach. We didn't plan to buy two um, or buy them nearly at the same time, but when you find a good real estate deal, you don't pass it up. So after two to three months spending working on the weekends and uh, on the properties and unpacking hundreds of boxes of furniture and putting together furniture. We now have two vacation rentals in St. Augustine Beach, Florida. And I'm happy to report that they've been nearly 100% occupied and we are even turning profits. But what goes right must come down or something like that. Just weeks after our vacation rentals started renting to guests, so about Memorial Day weekend, And maybe about June, my husband got really sick. I mean, night sweats, weight loss, couldn't get out of bed or go to work sick. After a few weeks of tests, doctor's appointments, and lots of worrying, he was officially diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma, the big C, cancer. It had touched so many of other family members and friends, but now it was in our house. Needless to say, we were shocked, scared, but somewhat relieved to finally have a diagnosis. Luckily, we live about two miles from the University of Florida in UF Health, which is one of the nation's premier cancer centers. We met with his oncologist, who, fun fact, was the same doctor who treated his grandmother for the same cancer just a few years earlier um, to develop his treatment plan. He began treatment right away um, and the plan had it going for six months. So this was around July. So when the treatment started and so it lasted and his last treatment was December 22nd, right before Christmas. So we had a plan and you know me, I like a plan with steps and structure. He would get through this and the kids and I would help him and we have about, um, mm, 20-plus family members that live in town, including both his mom and his dad and stepmom. We have a very strong support system. Also, him and I went vegan at the beginning of COVID in 2020. He ended up losing about 60 pounds and also stopped drinking alcohol, like went completely sober in 2020. This cancer diagnosis came July 2021. Neither my husband nor I are religious are religious or very spiritual people but both of us think that some higher being encouraged us to move back to Gainesville back in 2017 and you know and live close to our extended family and some higher being spoke to my husband to get his diet and exercise in order throughout 2020 we both feel like these decisions and actions We're somehow preparing him to fight this cancer in 2021. It just brings tears to my eyes when I say this out loud. He has, like I said, he has since finished his treatments and all of the signs so far point to remission. We will know for certain towards the end of January. And we are so very thankful that the side effects from his chemo treatments were very, very minimal. We are very lucky because not everybody has it as good as he did. Now, just like a roller coaster, when you have a big drop, you go up next. And this next up or high point from 2021 is my son's senior year. He's a senior in high school. And that comes with all the normal emotional moments that most parents encounter. He also plays football and his team um, barely won any games in 2020 with and had a new head coach at the time. But in 2021, his team won their district championship and ended the season with a winning record. Seeing how much the players work through very hot and swampy Florida spring and summers, it brought me a lot of joy watching them celebrate after their district championship game. Senior year also comes with college applications and hopefully acceptances. So far, my son has been accepted to two colleges and is waiting to hear back from a few more. I am so proud to hear that he will have some choices of where to go next year. It's very exciting to see how his future or his next few years will look like. But at the same time, you know, this mom is very nervous and very sad to see him. Most likely now he's going to probably leave home. And go away to college. So, if I just had senior year to deal with, it would be just its own roller coaster of emotions. So, you can see why 2021, I'm ready to say goodbye to it. 2021 was also a milestone birthday for me. I turned 40 years old in October. I'm not quite a millennial, but I'm not quite Gen Z or Gen X. So, I'm thinking I'm in that little, you know, four year. Um, generation between Gen X and millennial. I'm sure you can relate um, that when you face a milestone birthday, you look at what you've done, what you've achieved, look at where you are in life and your career, take stock of where you're at compared to where you thought you might be. Now, fast forward back a year my 39th birthday, we were supposed to go see the Florida Gators play the Ole Miss Rebels at Ole Miss in the Grove. And for those who don't know college football, the Grove is the epitome of football tailgating experience. Each tent is decked out with chandeliers and exquisite foods and drinks. And the Gators play Ole Miss like every seven years or something like that. It's They don't play them often. So it just was serendipity that it fell on my birthday. But... COVID, you know, in 2020, COVID pretty much canceled all travel. So we didn't do any of that for my 39th birthday. Well, now is my 40th birthday. COVID's still around. My husband is undergoing chemo treatments and really can't do much. And my son's football senior night was the night before my birthday. No biggie. I planned a half day at a local spa. There's not much a massage, a facial, and a pedicure cannot cure. But Surprise to me when I got home, I was greeted to about 20 of my friends and family who were there to celebrate my 40th birthday. My husband had arranged for this surprise party to make up for all the birthday cancellations. And I still can't believe he pulled it off. And I can't believe I was I arrived to my party in sweats and my face was still red from my facial. So talk about, you know, dressing up for your party. So While turning 40 might be a low point, my husband turned it into a high point for me. Turning 40 also got me thinking or really deciding what I like to do or not like to do. For these past few months of being 40, I'm finding that I've become more decisive and vocal about the ways I spend my time, the people I spend my time with. And quite frankly, if I don't want to do something, I just don't. For example, every year around Christmas, I spend an entire weekend baking hundreds of cookies. We give them out as presents and eat more than we probably should. This year, I didn't want to bake them, so I didn't. Everyone got gift cards to a new restaurant in town instead. Also, instead of baking cookies that weekend, I I went to a Santa pub crawl with some friends. And honestly, I don't think anyone noticed I didn't bake any cookies. I don't know if this is a... 40 year old thing, or I'm just done with everything type of thing because of what we've lived through the last two years. Either way, it's given me more clarity clarity around what types of projects I want to work on and how I want to spend my time. And this brings me to Marketers Take Flight. I created Marketers Take Flight back in 2012 as a blog to provide information and resources around how to manage proposals. In the AEC industry. And in 2017, I launched several online courses and digital eBooks to train new marketing coordinators. During all of that time, I was a marketing manager that was training new marketing coordinators. So the content I shared on Marketers Take Flight was the same materials I was using. I knew it would help other marketing managers to train their coordinators. A few of my most popular blog articles are where have all the marketing coordinators gone? published in 2016 and how to develop a, or how to develop a go no go evaluation p- process that I published in 2019. We are now in 2022. And the two most common challenges I still hear are how to find experienced marketing coordinators and my firm doesn't have a go no go process or doesn't follow it. The third most common challenge is how to get technical staff to give you the proposal information you need or how to meet internal deadlines. These are the same problems or questions I was asking as a new marketing coordinator back in 2005, 2005. That's 17 years ago. That's the same age as my son and my son's entire life. So far, the challenges aren't any different. Clearly, we aren't addressing them in the right way or coming at them from the right angle. And frankly, I'm sick of talking about them, writing about them, or figuring out new ways to teach the same tired solutions. And now that I'm 40 and I have this new sense of doing what I want, I'm not going to. It just doesn't give me any energy or excitement. I will still bring guests on the show from time to time to talk about proposals, being persuasive and creative. But I'm really going to try to tackle these challenges from new angles because clearly the way I've been talking about them or we've been talking about them isn't working, isn't making any changes. Also, I haven't worked on proposals since leaving my last firm, BRPH, in 2017. Without being on the front line or in the proposal trenches and now being nearly five years away from, the, from those trenches, it just doesn't feel authentic to have so much of my show dedicated to proposal coordination. In my current day job with Full Sail Partners, I'm responsible for marketing and sales for our software products. This is very different from the proposal and pursuit world I was in before. And I'm absolutely loving my day job, so I plan to talk more about marketing, specifically on online marketing in the future. And then there's you. You are a person. You're not just a marketing coordinator or a proposal manager or a business development development manager. You're a human being who has thoughts, feelings, emotions, needs, and wants that go beyond just your work tasks or your next proposal deadline. Because of this, I want to talk about your goals, both at work and outside of work, the, the, the struggles you have to meet those goals, how you structure your day to maximize your time and your energy, giving you the permission to change those goals based on your season of life and lots more. By expanding the topics that we cover on the marketing, the marketers take flight show to just, you know, to more than just proposal management, my goal is to help you in all areas of your life. When I took the time to work on areas of my life outside of my work, my work was reduced, my work stress was reduced. That project manager that missed the deadline wasn't as catastrophic. The shade of blue on the PowerPoint slide that wasn't the correct shade didn't matter as much. And while I won't be focused While I won't be as focused on proposals in the show and my trainings, in the end, I think it will end up helping you with your proposals. I hope that makes sense to you. And if you've made it all the way here to the end, congratulations. This was a very long bonus episode, but I wanted to spend the time to share with you my 2021 experiences and how those are shaping me personally and will shape the future of Marketers Take Flight. So one last time, a goodbye and good riddance to 2021 and hello to 2022.